What would a Major League Baseball offseason be without a Cubs-Scott Boris conversation, lockout or not? Did you hear about the Carlos Correa news? Special Saturday edition of Locked on Cubs coming at you. You are Locked on Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team, Every day. Good morning to you. Happy Saturday for the first time since I've been hosting Locked On Cubs. Welcome on in. This is Andrew Bellison. Great to be with you here on a weekend Saturday morning. Hope you had an awesome week. Hope your weekend is off to a phenomenal start. Want to take the time to thank you for making Locked On Cubs your first listen each and every morning, even throughout this major league lockout when we have very little action across the league. It means the world to me to have you along with us. You are what makes this show go. I'm just happy to be along for the ride. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love to engage with you guys on social media, talk baseball, talk Cubs. Please engage with me at Chicago Cubs PA at Locked On Cubs for the show's Twitter. So much more fun when we can banter back and forth. So please hop on social with me as well. Awesome stuff for you today. We've been doing a countdown of the top-ranked prospects within the Cubs organization. Today, we meet the number one-ranked prospect by Baseball Prospectus and the entire Cubs organization heading into 2022, as well as the top-ranked international prospects. So some great talent down on the farm. Also, we continue our tour of the best Wrigleyville haunts to stop pregame, postgame. Maybe you leave the game early. I want to hear some of your favorites. I've been telling you mine all across Wrigleyville. Let me know some of yours on social as well. But first, have you heard the Carlos Correa news? Scott Boris has entered the conversation. This first reported by Jeff Passan uh, just a couple of days ago. And he said on Twitter, and I quote, free agent shortstop Carlos Correa has hired Scott Borat, Boris as his agent, Correa tells Jeff Passan and ESPN. In the statement, he said, I made the decision to hire Boris Corporation to represent me moving forward. Boris Corporation offers the highest level of baseball expertise and proven experience. So there you go. The newest client for the Boris Corporation Carlos Correa, obviously a guy we hope to see land on the north side. So here's been the deal with him. Was linked to the Cubs before the lockout. We've talked about that at length. Man, would he be awesome. An addition. You get a big-time bat and an A-plus shortstop all in one. Now, he's going to want Seager money. 10 years, 300-plus million, right? Cubs probably not going to go after somebody for 8, 9, 10 years. So. Will they extend or will Correa come back and say, okay, I'll take the seven-year deal? That seems unlikely now that he's got Boris on his side. Boris clients tend to get what they want, right? Here's the big, here's the deal in, in my world. Is this big news? Does this really matter? What does this mean for the Cubs' chances? I, to me, this is this is good. Let, let me let me break it down for you. Correa knows that this is going to be the biggest offseason of his career. And 
he got a, a taste of how it was going with the previous agency that he was working with and maybe thought that it wasn't the best. He wants to max out while he can. And is he going to get that 10-year deal from somewhere, from somebody? I, I assume he will. Now, is it going to be here? Maybe, maybe not. But a 10-year deal completely in the realm of possibility and having Boris on your side makes that all that much more certain that you get that. He's got the reputation for it, does Boris. I mean, he gets the most for top free agents. And let's face it, Correa is the top guy out there right now, uh, maybe behind Freddie Freeman in terms of hitting, but overall, best overall player, you're looking at Carlos Correa. Now, Cubs impact with the move like this. So always, I feel like in conversations with Boris and company, there's this knee-jerk fan reaction. Um, when you hear Boris's name, it's like big, bad Scott Boris. But what does this mean for the Cubs? Well, Jed Hoyer can work with Scott Boris. I mean, the Cubs front office have proven that they can exist with Scott Boris clients. So is this good or bad for the Cubs? No, I don't think it's either. It's just a change of scenery for a potential free agent target that you're looking to maybe go after post-lockout. Um, Correa was always going to seek the best deal he possibly could. So again, not a huge change in terms of the representation difference now. You know, I suppose there's a possibility that he could hold out a little bit longer because Boris kind of comes with a little more confidence maybe than some other agents and agencies that represent some of the major league talent that we see today. But it's also possible that Scott Boris and his staff will put Correa in a better spot to figure out out a creative deal as soon as this lockout ends. Now, could that be here? Well, maybe so. Maybe not as well. The change in agents thus could impact all possible all possible pursuers, really. Um, this is the most interesting point, in, in my opinion. There may have been no change at all in Correa's reputation had there not been a lockout in the first week of December. You know, regardless, we we don't know. Um, unfortunately, the bottom line right now is it's all a moot point um, because nothing can get done anyways. We're stuck in no man's land. Um, we'll wait and see and cheer him on to come to the north side. Now, what remains to be seen, regardless of who's representing the shortstop, is how long the Cubs are willing to go. Uh, in terms of years on a deal. And if they will stretch to closer to that 10-year mark to really entice Correa, because you have a feeling, you know, depending on the dollar figure, that's the route he's going to go, especially with Boris behind him. So we shall see how things shake out. It will be very interesting. The suitor list for him is extraordinarily long, and you know that he is top priority on a handful of clubs when this lockout ends. Now, the good news with that, sides are supposed to meet face-to-face -face again on Monday. So last Thursday, they had that initial proposal. The first discussion since back in the first week of December didn't go very well. We discussed it, kind of where they stood on some of the issues. Players kind of standing pat, owners standing pat. More discussion on Monday. Good news, 
yes. Bad news, yes. They're not going to agree on everything, but it is progress. Because listen, like I said, it's time to get ticked off as a fan. The clock is ticking. We're running out of time. Spring training's knocking on the door, and baseball season's getting ready to begin. And unfortunately, this lockout is prohibiting that from doing so. But anyway, we'll see how all this shakes out. Just a very interesting change in representation for the best free agent available. And he is on the Cubs' radar. So I wanted to talk about how that might impact their chances of signing the All-Star shortstop. Around the corner, we meet the top two Cubs prospects in the entire organization heading into 2022. Baseball prospectus top-ranked prospect as well as the top international prospect in the Cubs organization. Before we meet them, I want to talk to you about Built Bar. Have you had a Built Bar? If any of your New Year's resolution has to do with getting in shape, eating better, losing weight, you have to incorporate Built Bar into your plan. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but probably even better. You want to eat healthy, but it gets boring. Well, incorporate all these great Built Bar flavors that are available. Cookies and cream, coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, et cetera, et cetera. Most built bars have just 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Now, compare that to a dirty candy bar, which is typically around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens and dozens of net carbs. There's no reason not to go try Built Bar today. We've got a special offer for you. Go to their website. It's built.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. You'll get 15% off your order at built.com. Cubs prospect talk coming up on Locked on Cubs. Welcome back into Locked On Cubs. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison, at Chicago Cubs PA on Twitter, at Locked On Cubs. Please reach out to us on social media. Love to engage with Cubs fans as the lockout rolls on here. We got to keep each other amused. Thank you. Seriously, thank you for taking the time each and every morning to make us, Locked On Cubs, your first listen of the day. I mean it. It means the world to me. You make this show. I'm just along for the ride. I've been having a ball hosting this show since December. So happy to be with you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've been taking a look, uh, counting down the top 10 Cubs prospects in the entire organization as ranked by Baseball Prospectus heading into the 2022 season. We talked at length about this. This has been one of those things where you often judge a front office of a club too quickly. Last year, Cubs are 10, 12 over in June. Things look good, right? That bullpen looks good. Long story short, we know what happened. You get to the deadline, and it's fire sale. The core's gone. Adios Rizzo. Adios Javi. Adios KB. Down the line. Everybody gone, right? So you're sitting there as a fan or going to Wrigley for the first time after that deadline, looking at the group out there thinking, what in the heck is going on? Where do these guys, these faces of a World Series team go? And then you beat up the front office. What are you doing? What are you doing? Well. Baseball Prospectus ranked the top 10 prospects in the Cubs organization. We've been counting them down. Today we meet number one. What we have learned is suddenly a farm system that might have been a little thin after some deals post-World Series to try to acquire major league-ready talent and make another World Series run is now chock full of some good young talent. 
And it was pilfered from these teams where deals were made for these core guys, the Giants and the KB deal, what the Cubs got back from the Yankees for Rizzo, going back to the Padres deal before last season that sent Darvish to San Diego. Bunch of these guys in the Cubs top 10 is ranked by baseball perspective. So now we're going to see the benefits and reap the benefits of these young talents that the Cubs poached from some other clubs, although at the time it might have stung. Um, the top ranked prospect, as mentioned by baseball prospectus, heading into 2022 in the entire Cubs organization, I'm sure you've heard this name, center fielder Brennan Davis, the kid is a stud. Cubs drafted him. He didn't come from somewhere else. 62nd overall back in 2018. Stat-wise, 19 was in South Bend last year. Split time, three different stops. South Bend, AA Tennessee, AAA Iowa. Played really well in 2019 in just over 200 plate appearances for the South Bend Cubs in A-ball. Hit 305, 381 on base percentage, eight long balls, 30 ribbies, had a very nice campaign. Last year, spent the bulk of his season at AA Tennessee, 252 hitter, 367 on base, 474 slugging. Get this number, though, 344 batting average on balls in play, also smacked 13 home runs, drove in 36. Strikeouts are up there, 97 strikeouts in about 315 plate appearances. Uh, continued to hit the ball in about 65 or 70 plate appearances in Iowa as well. Here's the report. You've seen Brennan Davis play possibly in person, possibly on video. Here's the prospectus report. Physically lean, extremely raw when he was drafted by the Cubs in 18, 62nd overall. He was seen as a slow burn type prospect who'd have a long road ahead of him before becoming a big league player. He's since really exceeded expectations, hence the number one ranking by baseball prospectus. Uh, he's become physically stronger and shows an ability to turn the raw tools into offensive production from that center field defensive spot. He's had a good muscle without losing any of his top flight athleticism, meaning he'll be able to stick in center for the early portion of his career. Baseball prospectus goes on to say that when the time comes for a move to corner, the arm is strong enough to be adequate, adequate in either right or left field. So good news at the plate. Brennan has made significant adjustments since he was a rookie in pro ball in 2018, shortened up the swing and has shown a willingness to use the entire field. The 2021 season proved that he can get to the plus raw pop in the game, as we talked about the home runs, and it will improve as he continues to gain muscle. Here's the deal. With less than 600 professional at-bats total, we need to see him tested more against advanced pitching, but the high, high upside makes him a likely core piece in the Cubs' next window of contention. Get this. Here's maybe the most exciting part for you Cubs fans. Baseball Prospectus has a major league ETA for Brennan Davis, the number one prospect in the entire Cubs organization, late 2022 this season or early 2023. So watch out there. We will love to see him patrol the outfield at Wrigley Field. But in the meantime, hope to get him to spring training on time, get him some ABs, and work him through the system as he continues his progression. So, Brennan Davis, congrats on being the number one ranked prospect in the entire Cubs organization by baseball prospectus. Now, how about the top international prospect? He was third overall last year in 2021. Christian Hernandez, shortstop out of the Dominican Republic. As the report says, he was considered by some teams to be the best prospect in the 2021 international class. 
Christian drew repeated physical comparisons to A-Rod and Manny Machado before signing the $3 million deal out of the Dominican Republic. He hit 285 with a 400 on base percentage and a 424 slugging percentage, five home runs, 21 steals in just shy of 50 games in the rookie-level Dominican Summer League while displaying at least solid tools across the board. Here's the deal. The core is gone. It stunk to watch him go, but when you see the presence you get back for those guys, now it's time to get excited because they're going to start making their way up to the major league level. You can't help but get stoked to watch these guys mature and then see them debut whenever that may be. And we'll probably see Brennan Davis sooner than any of them at Wrigley Field with the Cubs. Good, good stuff. I, I, I just can't wait. So hats off to Jed Hoyer and now Carter Hawkins. They knew what they were doing, even though to us fans, when the core gets broken up on a ball club, you roll your eyes and think, what's going on? Well, here we are less than a year later singing their praises. So really good stuff. We continue our Wrigleyville restaurant and bar tour shortly before we do. I want to remind you, Bet Online wants to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. New year, new updated desktop and mobile site. So sign up today. Please take advantage of our promo bonus for your first deposit you'll get 50 percent welcome bonus that's right 50 percent of your deposit is a welcome bonus for your first deposit all you have to do is use our promo code it's locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n from football basketball hockey boxing ufc right to all of your favorite vegas casino games do not wait to take advantage of this amazing offer available here in 2022 bet online where the game starts wrigleyville tour after this. Welcome back, everybody. This is Locked On Cubs. I am your host, Andrew Bellison. So good to have you along with us today, friends. Thank you. Thanks for letting me be with you as well. Happy Saturday to you. Um, just want to thank you for tuning in. Download us wherever you find your favorite podcast. We are free and available on all platforms. Locked on Cubs is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's cold today. It's like zero degrees. The wind chills below zero. I know you're dreaming of a sun-drenched afternoon in Wrigleyville for a 120 game at Wrigley Field. Here's the question. Where are you going to go before the game? After the game, grab a bite to eat. Maybe have a drink or two. What are your favorite spots? Let me know on Twitter at Chicago Cubs PA at Lockdown Cubs. I'm a sucker for pizza. That's one of my guilty pleasures. Um, and when we do splurge on it, I'm very picky and I want it to be right. Have you tried coal fire? Love brick oven pizza. Coal fire is one of the best pizza joints in obviously a market flooded with pizza. And yet it kind of flies under the radar down on Southport and Wrigleyville because it's super low key and has a great vibe. But it's got the thin crust coal fired pizzas that come out of that 1500 degree piping hot oven. It is an absolutely wonderful treat. Don't get me wrong. I love a big stuff Chicago style pizza. I love the doughy bready. That's my thing. Like if I'm going to pig out, I want carbs, right? There's something to be said for a really nice thin crust coal fired pizza. You still get all those amazing flavors, but it's not super heavy. Won't weigh you down before the game. Coal fire, 
great hideout, great pizza. Can I make a recommendation? When you stop by, try the white pizza. It's got mozzarella cheese, garlic, oregano, basil, and whipped regatta. Add arugula to the top, too, for a little greenage. Adds a great little punch on an otherwise great pizza. Check it out, Cold Fire. You will like it. How about Sheffields? Maybe you've been one of the best beer gardens in the city, so you can take advantage of the great Chicago summer weather. Be outside. Sheffields is a traditional meeting place for linking up with friends before the game. Have some great beers on tap as well. It's going to be crowded. Don't expect to have the place to yourself. It's a great neighborhood spot, um, but try to get there early before the game. Have a couple appetizers, maybe a beer at the bar, and then walk over to Wrigley Field. Sheffield is not just a bar, though. The food is is great. And I know that I've mentioned that we don't eat meat, but their wings are awesome. Their appetizers are great. And they have all-day breakfast, which is a must-try. Get to the get to the to the game a little early, 11, 12 o'clock. Don't want lunch yet. Have an all-day breakfast at Sheffield's. That works really good. Um, I suggest you try the fried green tomato sliders. It's a veg option, hence my recommendation. But it's sensational. Fried green tomato sliders with arugula, goat cheese, and a jalapeno basil vinaigrette gives it just a little kick. Great flavor. Awesome veg option to go along with the rest of their great menu, too, at Sheffield's. Check it out. You will love it. Awesome stuff coming next week. We'll have a lockout update post-meeting on Monday. Patrick Mooney of The Athletic is going to join us. Talk Cubs prospects. Talk Cubs 2022 season. Awesome, awesome stuff. I enjoyed the Saturday edition. I hope you did too. Have a great rest of your weekend. Can't wait to talk to you next week. This has been Lockdown Cubs. I'm Andrew Bellison. We'll see you guys.